Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to the 141st episode of Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who are looking for a job in this post-COVID job market an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. And this is also the 99th episode as part of my partnership with The Avail List, an unbelievable website that spotlights all the amazing talent in the ad industry who are ready to get back to work. For this episode, we have Eric Cedarberg, who is currently a freelance creative director slash writer at Mattel Creations. You know, Eric, really happy to have you here. Really happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah, maybe just start off by telling everyone how you've been dealing with the last two years, how you've been you know, <laughs> keeping busy. Uh, <laughs> the last two years, uh, it's been an interesting two years. Um, I was working at a, uh, at, at a, a company uh, called RCI, which is part of Wyndham Destinations, right up until March of 2020, when they realized that COVID was going to be a, a, a demon again on the uh, on the uh, travel industry, but uh, it it really took its toll on the travel industry, and I was unfortunately part of the the uh, marketing team that was let go. Uh, but thankfully, I have been lucky uh, and freelancing for the past couple years and, you know, really loving working from home and really loving working with my office mates here. They're, you know, kind of lazy and furry, but they're pretty awesome. So right. nice, nice to be home with them as long as they don't bark and interrupt any, uh, any meetings yeah. that are going on. Yeah, they, they do periodically, but you know, it's part of the, part of the territory. So I've got the same. Were you, uh, were you freelancing, you know, were you freelancing before COVID hit and enjoyed freelancing or this was kind of forced into that? I've been kind of freelancing off and on for the past 10, 12 years, um, just because it's part of our business. Um, a lot of times, I mean, I was a creative nomad for quite a while in the beginning part of my career. Um, I started late in life uh, and then just kind of went off to different areas of the country and bounced around and learned a lot and you know was able to excel and kind of jump up the ladder over the last you know 10 15 years just from traveling from you know Atlanta to New York to Denver and Chicago and St. Louis and just bouncing around uh until you know last you know four or five years I've been finally here uh i you know I, I got married that's really the the key to finally getting me to sit in one place um but uh that that's been sort of my life was just kind of bouncing around until until recently so i've kind of embraced the freelance life for a while yeah that's great and and we'll get to you know later on if you want to continue freelance you're looking for full time <laughs> but before we get there Maybe just tell everyone a little bit about yourself, you know, how you got into the industry, clients you've worked on, agencies you've worked at. Oh, sure. Uh, it's It's been a long and bumpy road. Um, but I got into the uh, ad agency after I, well, I started out in healthcare advertising a long time ago. And, you know, that was right after I got out of grad school and thought that was, you know, the key to getting into the ad, ad world, but found out really quickly that a uh, healthcare book doesn't get you very far in, you know, 
in the CPG type advertising or in, you know, bigger brand advertising. So I had to go back to school again uh, at Portfolio Center in Atlanta. Um, really had, I mean, it was tough, but it was a great experience uh, that really taught me a lot of what I needed to learn. So thank you, Hank, and everyone there at Portfolio Center. Um, from there, I worked on, gosh, a plethora of different brands. Uh, Unilever, uh, I started out on Unilever. I did a lot of work with Schick and uh, Diageo Liquors. I've, you know, Then I worked on a lot of P&G uh, products. Uh, I've worked on a few of the craft beverages products. I've worked on Starbucks. Um, and, you know, a few different agencies, just either full-time or freelance. I've worked at uh, Arc and Leo a bit, uh, Ogilvy and their subsidiaries, um, a lot of, a lot of different agencies, freelance. I, you know, I love working on a lot of the shopper or a lot of the um, experiential accounts and really just kind of bringing everything all together and really trying to hone in on how to speak to the different audiences in a way that they want to be spoken to in a way that they want to speak back to us. So that's been, a, and doing it in as short of a time as possible, you know, with as few words as possible. So um, that's been really where my career has gone and i've done a lot of really fun awesome stuff with a, a lot of either bigger clients or smaller clients it just depends on you know what the project is and who you're working with and how great you can you know get them to be so that's really what what makes me happy so totally i, lo I love the range you know of work <laughs> and niche kind of areas but also the the size of agencies big or small do mm -hmm. you do you have a preference you know what are you looking for in your next role is it a, a big shop or a small shop is it freelance or full-time uh to be honest i really could go any way i mean i've been in the business for long enough i mean if you asked me 10 years ago what which uh agencies are, are my top agencies i would have given you like here's my short list blah 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 but, you know, I've worked at a lot of them so far, and I've done a lot of great work uh, with them. I've done a lot of, lot of great work with smaller agencies. It really, the name on the door doesn't matter. It's the name, not even the name of the people, but how the people work inside, how they work with the, their clients, and how they really are able to work together with their account teams, with their strategy teams, with their clients, and really find that really good sweet spot. There are some agencies that do it well, but mostly it's people. It's just finding the right combination and finding the right people to not just you know work with, but to learn with and to really strive and find those fun little nuggets and find those fun little ways. And that's really what the, the great part of our job is, is just, you know, to have those fun little conversations, to really dig into a brand, to really enjoy what you're doing 
because your audience will see if you're not enjoying it, if you're not having fun with what you're writing or what you're creating or what you're really coming up with, the audience will figure it out real quick. So. Oh, totally. And I've seen, I've heard, you know, that big pivot from the post COVID is now people don't care about the name anymore. They want good people and they want the output of the work to be great. No one cares. And that's really where I've been for a while. I mean, I've, yeah, I, of course I started out young and, and uh, had a chip on my shoulder and really wanted to, you know, be the next great thing. But thankfully I got old and got uh, experienced <laughs> quick uh, and learned, you know what, having, having fun and really having that balance of, you know, work and play at the same time while you're working and really having the, the engaging conversations and the smart people to have those conversations with is really what matters. It's not the name on the door, it's the people within. So. Totally. Do you have a favorite project that you've worked on? <sighs> Probably my favorite project. I've done a lot of beer stuff, which is always fun. I've done a lot of beer and liquor. I've done like Coors Light and uh, Craft Brew Alliance and a lot of work with uh, Diageo Liquors. And those are always fun, but they're always kind of you know, very structured because you have to be. But the most fun I had was with a project um, called Energy Upgrade California. Um, and it was a huge cluster of different agencies all coming together and doing their part uh, to make this huge campaign about something really abstract and really hard to explain. Um, about getting, you know, consumers would get a credit on their bill for their, you know, that they could use toward whatever they wanted, but we wanted them to use it toward uh, the, you know, being more energy efficient. And it was coming from corporations who were, you know, overusing blah, blah, blah. It was really a complex idea that we baked down into the bear on the flag of, uh, of the, on the California flag came down to try and get people to conserve energy and water and really just, you know, doing the experiential stuff around California with an animatronic bear or a guy in an animatronic bear suit was just a blast. And it was just so much fun to play with these people and just create on the, on the spot and, be standing in the middle of Hollywood and going, him, let's, let's, let's play with him. Let's bring him over here. Or let's, what, what are these people looking at us strange for? Bring him in. Let's have some fun with them. Or, yeah. And just really being creative for a cause and really doing good in the world. I mean, yeah, I could sell as much beer, as much alcohol as you want, but I'd really rather do something that makes a difference that makes a positive difference and that's that's the what you know you can you know rest your head on so yeah that's great first love love that and love that kind of like you know, catching people on the street raw reactions always oh, yeah. so much fun and when you have an animatronic bear suit you really can't go wrong exactly and just creating little skits where you know the bear is picking up after a dog in a dog park where do you think of that other than just going, huh, we're at a dog park. 
with a bear. Wonder right. what he does in the woods here. So <laughs> that's that's awesome. Do you do you want to do just speaking of that type of work that you know, of course, you know, like you said, you can sell all these items, but can sell the beer, toilet paper, whatnot, but doing work that really makes a difference is that you know more important to you now? Uh to be honest, nowadays everything is trying to make a difference. So it doesn't, you know, and that's a good thing. I mean, people are in corporations are finally realizing that they're a part of a bigger world. And that's really something that we should all be happy with and we should all be striving toward and we should all be advertising and marketing toward is, hey, we're all in this together. So here, we're going to do our part. Yeah, we want to sell you something. We're still doing our little part over here. So really, every product can say that uh, and every product can do that. And I mean, yeah, it's it's rewarding to, you know, have that little feather in your cap or as I help to save the planet. But when the day is done, we're not artists. Well, we're kind of artists, but we're artists in a consumer sense. We are here to market and sell things and get people to understand our products and our our services. So that's really what we should be doing and doing it in a fun atmosphere. So totally. No, I, I completely agree. And I think it's nice that right all these brands realize they do play a little bit bigger of a role than just selling their little product. Yeah. Finally, people what are, are realizing I mean, your better kind of work qualities. My work qualities, um, I don't take myself seriously, at least not too seriously. Um, so I'm not going to be that guy in the middle of a meeting who's, you know, oh, my, this work is so much better than what you could ever think of. It's not who I am. It's never been. Um, I've, yeah, I've, I, I've had uh, clients who really were strict on things, but really I'm the guy who will work with you. I'm not the guy who's going to try and die on that hill i'm going to be the guy who's like okay let's see where are you coming from where are you coming from let's figure something out and let's work together um really i think my my uh and you'll you'll a lot of my clients know this as well my catchphrase is how can i help really how can i help today today what what can i help you with what can i do i don't have the ego anymore i guess of oh i'm too good for that no i i'll do whatever needs to be done just to make sure it's done right and to be done in a way that makes people happy so yeah the no ego is, is really yeah. important and the sooner anyone realizes that the, the better trajectory <laughs> i know we'll we all start out thinking we're going to be you know the next lee clow but we all have to realize yeah you know Lee Clow was actually pretty down to earth dude. So you got, got to bring it down a bit. So it took me a little bit, but we, you know, we all have those moments. So exactly. Some, something brings us back to reality a little bit. <laughs> Tell me a, a bit about being, you know, on your portfolio, you said you're a nerd, a gourmet cook and a furniture builder. Yes. Yes. Uh, nerd in the fact that I could probably recite a lot of movie lines from a lot of obscure movies that really annoy my wife. Um, if I can insert a, a movie quote into any conversation, that that's really my goal. Um, and really, I mean, you could, 
if you saw the rest of my office, which I'm not showing everyone the rest of my office, uh, you would see a plethora of nerddom uh, just throughout. Um, but yes, I also love to cook. Uh, thankfully, this this is only going to here, so you can't see how well I like to cook. Um, and I love to, you know, just get in the, my wood shop and work on the weekends and such. I haven't been able to for a while, uh, just from the weather and just being insanely busy over the last last year or so, just freelancing. But um, my great great grandfather, one great, I think, uh, planted walnut trees back at the turn of the other century. My dad milled them before I was born, and I have a ton of walnut that is some of the most beautiful wood in the world to create with, and I've just been building furniture with it for the past 10, 15 years, so. That's awesome. I love getting my hands dirty, too. Also, I think just creators in general, it's like we're not solving problems with words and writing. Let's just build, and because there's no yeah. rule book there, you know, you kind of especially in a wood shop, if you're not building something with instructions, you just kind of figure it out on your own. And it's a way just to put things aside. A lot of times when you have a problem creative wise or writing wise or marketing wise, you need to go do something physical and do something that, you know, really isn't working with your brain as much so that your subconscious can work through the problem while you're sanding, while you're, you know, planing while you're you know putting things together and that way it just helps to round you out as a creative as well you have to have different interests outside of work to really truly be a creative i think so and you know i i wish i could run right now but i can't uh not just the weather i had an accident of few weeks ago so i'm in a cast right now uh, um but yeah i try to you know stay in shape as best as i can just so i can continue to cook and eat um and you know keep up with the dogs so but yep. you know just having different different outlets outside of work is really what makes a creative better yeah no i completely person. agree i think for me too whether it's cooking or you know doing lego or building something it's the few things that turn my brain off and then right when my brain turns off i'm like shit this is the idea exactly those, those times are when you get those kind of aha moments yeah and those are so much more frequent especially working from home and working from in a comfortable place like this because you don't have the you know the distractions and you don't have people you know you know typing next to you or you know or you know, meetings going on in the next room, you can actually focus on doing your work and focus on doing something outside or focus on that and really let your creative brain coming. So I really think COVID has opened up a lot of creativity just in the fact that people now realize that they can be more creative in more in their homes, in their, their comfort zones, so. Yeah, completely agree. What will a company, and you touched on it a little bit already, but what would a company be getting if they did reach out and hire you? Um, <laughs> they'd be getting a very nerdy, uh, probably a little bit socially awkward, but 
fun and very uh, dedicated, creative, and someone who's will never lose that childish sense of, well, what if we did this? And what if we we think of it in this way? And what if we flipped it around and went over here? Um, I am a 40 some year old, 12 year old, as my, my uh, wife will attest to. So I will never lose that childish sense of wonder and that childish sense of fun. Um, so I will always have that candy bowl on my desk. I'll always have, you know, the comic books out and really engage people in fun and interesting ways that helps to lead them in, into the right creative um, experience and the right creative ideas. I'm one of those people who likes to bring out their ideas and likes to expand on them. Um, you know, I love working with younger creatives just because, you know, they, they have the ideas. I can just help them mold them. I can help, you know, turn them into something even more awesome. So that's really what I would bring to the table is just bringing that added experience, the added wonder, and just that added, you know, sense of, well, how if, how about if we build on it from here or build on it in this way? So that's really what I would bring. Yeah, no, I totally love that. And think all of those are, are super valuable to any you know, agency trying to bring in some new talent. The last question for me really is if you have a dream client, agency, brand, someone you want to give a little shout out to. <laughs> I was thinking about this and that's really where I was going with, yeah, you know, there really isn't a <laughs> one agency, but then I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, there is. And that would be the, uh, the Ryan Reynolds stuff that's coming out. I think it's MNTN or, you know, maximum effort. I don't know exactly which one the agency is, but the stuff he's coming out with is freaking hilarious and awesome and right in my strike zone so ryan reynolds i know i'm nowhere near as pretty as you are but i can probably keep up with you on a snark level um so yeah hi how you doing there you go so tagging ryan reynolds i mean the stuff he's the stuff he's doing is just so on point so good. oh my so. gosh i just uh, the the uh craft mac and cheese stuff that was just released i don't know if you so saw good. it today so good oh my god i'm like that is it, this is the stuff I would write if they'd let me. Right. This is the yeah. stuff I would create if these clients would let me. And just the fact that he's Ryan Reynolds, they let him. So for the yeah. love of God, Ryan. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, he's I'm, he's I'm right there with you. I'll even I'll even bring all my Deadpool stuff for you. So there you go. Well, maybe I'll tag him when I post this, but that's <laughs> that's really it for me. You know, appreciate you hopping on and, and doing this. Thank you, man. This has been awesome. And yeah, and again, congratulations to you. You are moving on up and doing a great job yourself. So thank you. I appreciate that. What's what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Uh, carrier pigeon or smoke signal really are the best. But because we live in 2022, um, email is probably the best way. Yeah, we don't want the, the pigeons getting lost. And then I know, well, that and my dogs seem to eat them. Yeah, we'll, we'll avoid that altogether. Yeah. That's, so. 
that's a wrap though for the 141st episode of Bouncing Back. If you know right. anyone who may want to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me an email at malow930 at gmail.com or check out the availlist.com for a large list of people who are ready to get back to work in the ad industry. And you can listen to all these episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We're bouncing back in advertising. Appreciate it. Thanks.